What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 78. I am your host, Riley, joined by Andy Nesbitt. Andy, what's up? Uh, It's just great to be here. No more exciting week in sports than when uh, Hudson Swafford gets a victory. It's really hard for me to be excited to talk about a golf tournament in which I did not watch the last two days because of NFL football. What horrible, horrible timing for for a golf tournament on the West Coast. It's in prime time, and they went up against the best weekend in football in NFL history, right? Especially down to the final play. The Bills Chiefs was just ridiculous end to it all. And then I turned over to the golf, and they're like, and here's Hudson Swafford for the win. I'm like, oh, it's a perfect win for that weekend. And I honestly wasn't even just Hudson Swafford. It was just the entire top of the leaderboard had zero juice. Yeah. I published an article on Saturday on Golf Week from one of our uh, network writers or whatever. And it was like, let's get to know the names at the top of the leaderboard. I don't <laughs> think I've right. ever had to read one of those articles. <laughs> You're the top 10 guys. You, you've never heard of these guys. We'll tell you, you have all about no them. clue who these people are, but here yeah. it is. The best part of that tournament, though, was on Sunday, right? Was it Sunday? Yeah. Where um, John Rahm was walking off one of the greens and the fan caught him talking. Correct. He, pissed off about the setup he was not happy at all about the setup like what are you expecting it's gonna be he was mad because it was a, he called it a fuck he's like it's a fucking putting contest he's like yeah it's a it's a pro-am everything's shaved down and it's palm springs and everyone's gonna throw darts at it sorry yeah and we kind of uh, we kind of talked about that last week just because it is a pro-am all the pins were going to be in easier spots so whoever just hit the more putt when the three top name, four, five, five top names on the leaderboard are Hudson Swafford, Tom Hoagie, Lonto Griffin, Lee Hodges, and Brian Harmon are the first five names on the leaderboard. You know that tournament, like that doesn't mean jack shit at all. <laughs> no. Like who cares? And then Will Zalatoris was there, and then Denny McCarthy, who can put the lights out. Mm-hmm. Peter Bajorn, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I watch golf every weekend, but Bajorn, Bajorn, but. Barjon. Barjon. Tough. It's interesting. Ram's comments make sense, though, because when you're, you know, all the top golfers on tour, all the players on tour are all very good at golf. And if you put them on an easy course, it's really hard to separate the best from exactly very good. So, you know, that's why he's so dominant at some of the, at all the big events, because that's where his skill sets him apart from the Hudson Swaffords of the world. So, you had to know going into it, it was going to be like that. But I just love, like, imagine you're just a fan sitting there and like angry John Rom comes walking back. You're like, oh, this fucking place is a fucking party. You're like, this is great. What a, what a thing. Like, what? I couldn't believe that someone was just recording that. Like, thank God someone recorded that. It was so good. Probably, yeah, probably the best thing to come from the golf tournament, which is very funny. Such a random, random spot to record John Rom coming off whatever green. But yeah, and after we recorded it, that someone next to him goes, "Did you get that?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it like, is funny. I need, to, I need to record John Rom walking from one green to the next because I want to go home and watch this video time <laughs> and time again. Let's see. Yeah. Here he comes. <laughs> Did you get that? Uh, but I, it is funny because that comment you just made made me think about this. I think people forget a lot, and even I do, how close like Brian Harmon is to John Rom on like a golf level. Hmm. Was it like half a shot around? A shot yeah. around? He's so close to being as good as John Rahm, he just isn't. He just, yeah, it's like a half a shot, a shot. And it's like very minuscule amount, but it's very big amount. But it makes a difference between winning like 20 times on tour and winning three times on tour. Yeah. It's, it's four shots over a course of a week. It's insane. 
Uh, but if, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I have nothing to talk about the American express. I don't know if you have a final thought about the desert tournament, but it was pretty boring. Uh, pretty boring. Will's uh, Altor shot 61. Yes. So Will's Altor. So was it the third, second round where he's finished his round with seven straight birdies? How in the world must that feel? <laughs> you know, when you have a good round and like, you're like, I can't wait to get back out there. Like, that's one thing. When you finish your round with seven straight birdies and a couple of those were like 30 foot putts. Yeah. Like just draining it. You must be like, this game of golf is the easiest game in the entire planet. And I, Watching his round a little bit, his putting stroke from 25, 30 feet is actually pretty good. But man, when he gets inside five feet, it gives you, it is the worst looking thing I've ever seen. His backstroke almost hits his right foot. That's how bad it is. We talked about him. I think you talked about him coming into this tournament. I think you liked his his, his distance and everything there. uh, but we talked about his putting, I think what was it in the PGA last year where he like almost missed the ball from three feet away from the, from the cup. And it, it was, but the, yeah, seven birdies. Jesus, that's gotta be fun. That's just gotta be fun. I would love to experience that feeling. Like when I get on a par train of like three or four holes in a row, you're vibing. I can't even imagine yeah. making seven birdies in a row. I, my friends would just jump out of the group text. Cause all night long I'd be like, and so then on the, my fifth straight birdie, I, uh, it was 18. They'd be like, we don't, Andy, we're moving out from this. <laughs> and, uh, so the six birdie, I was like, there's no way I can do like six. Like, shut up. Just shut up. We get it. You shot I had seven birdies in a row. <laughs> I'd have no friends if I ever made seven birdies. Oh my God. I don't, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've made back to back birdies before. Yeah. I don't, I, I rarely seven. call friends on the phone. If I birdied seven in a row, I'd just be on the phone all day long. Calling oh my random. God. I'd be in the car. That whole drive home would just be. Oh What's new with me? Oh, funny you ask. Actually, I uh, played golf at Birdie last seven holes. <laughs> you want me to talk through them? <laughs> you want a shot by shot? Uh, this was seemingly for the first tournament in, I don't know, five years that John Rom finished outside the top 10. It was shocking. I thought you on know, the one he, week we said you could probably chalk up John Rom top five at just whether five. he wins or not. I guess, I guess we got to adjust that now to top fives when it's tough tournaments. Correct. He's, he's, you know, he doesn't like these putting contests, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a blah week for the uh, PGA tour. It, it, uh, it, it always feels like that with that when they have three courses, like it's a weird start to California. Now they come to San Diego and they start tomorrow night, which is awesome. And they play Torrey Pines, which isn't the most exciting course to watch, but yeah, we can talk that about really that. start. It really feels like it's the start of the, uh, of the California. So. Yeah. And the pro, yeah, I don't know. And it was the same. We could talk about the LPJ here in a second, but like the pro amp thing just kind of throws everything off. Like the pace yeah. of the pace of play is a little bit slower. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of the whole pro-am thing. Like let that be at Pebble beach once a year and just don't let non-professional golfers play in PGA no. tour and LPGA tour events. I'll I never hate it. it. I hated it. Uh, Pebble beach and they didn't have it last year. I think at Pebble beach and I loved it. And a friend of mine was like, well, Oh yeah. The, the AMs weren't there last year and it was just so much better. My friends be like, Oh, we don't get to see Bill Murray. It's like, how many times do we have to see Bill Murray? Hit? And I love Bill Murray. Love He's the best. I don't need to see him in a shot and then like to the fan, like, oh, you know, like in this goofy jacket. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I don't want to, I, I don't care. I want to watch uh, the, the professionals play. Uh, betting wise, we got killed. 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 Preface this by saying, we're just trying to have a good time and win some money. We're not professionals. So, like, if you don't trust us very much, don't take our picks, I guess. But, like, we got killed. Yeah, um, you had Abe answer top 10. Uh, did he make the cut? 
He made a cut. I know that because he was my pick in my season-long pool. Gotcha. Okay. Taylor Gooch, I don't believe, made the cut because I also had him and was kind of watching him. A big pick. In my, there's like th- 200 teams in my thing. I think Gooch was the top pick in that one. So, I mean, he was a big favorite. Yeah, and I don't know. So, he just disappeared. Um, you had John Rahm for a top five. Didn't hit. You did have Siwoo Kim for top Asian player at plus 330. He, yeah. and this, I don't know if this depends on what book you're using, or not i'm not 100 percent sure on the rules he tied for top asian so we yeah. were talking about this before we started recording i don't know if that's you split it in half because he tied or just straight pushes i have no idea if it pushes you were down three units if it's split in half you were down quick math one one point four five oh good math i'll trust you on that one man that was i think somewhere around there um four seven but it was a tough week not good i mean i can't say anything maddie wolf no scotty scheffler no gooch no adam hadwin no and then shout out seamus power for top gb in ireland plus 220 so i was down uh 1.8 units i think um and then my my outrights never had a shot maddie wolf sucks and scotty scheffler was like okay i think he tied for 25th i think you you sent me a text the day before the tournament of a uh, swing video of, of Maddie Wolf uh, on the course, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And it was like, it was great. It was great swing, great contact, like mm-hmm. flushing. Just Gankus was like, "Oh my, he's never seen him hit this ball this well." And the next day, I took a screen grab of the leaderboard and sent it to you. Matt, he was last. Wolf was dead last. He was literally last. And he didn't even play the stadium course that day, which is the hardest of the ones. He, I think he might have played the Quinto or or the Nicholas, maybe the Nicholas, but it, and he was dead was last. Bad. I'll never I, trust George Gankus. I told you, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to judge Matthew Wolf ever, ever. And it's a tough, it's a tough spot because this week, like, I want to use him again. Maybe not as an outright, but like top twenty because he always plays good in California, and he played well here at the U.S. Open. I don't know. I got to put him on the bench a little bit. I think I can't trust. I, him. I think we need to bench him and we need to bench Scotty Scheffler. We need to get over Scotty Scheffler for a while and just let him be. Could this be the week? No, nah, I'm all right. right. I'm, I'm right back on Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> I'm off Scotty Scheffler. I'm off Scotty. Oh, my God. I'm addicted to betting on Scotty Scheffler. It's because he just won me so much money in the past that, like, I just have to do it again. And goodbye to Scotty Scheffler, putting Russell Henley back up in the closet for the, for, the, for the rest of the year. He had a top 15. Yeah. Shout out Russ. We went away from him for one tournament, and we would have cashed a top 20 bet on him. Yeah. Whatever, fuck it. So not a great, not a w- great week for the boys betting wise, but who cares? Yeah, we're gonna be can we talk about what well, I thought. Well, the women's tournament was great too, but can we talk about the other men's tournament this past weekend. Uh, yeah, the ultimate Roy McIlroy start. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah. So we were way off. We we should probably should do some research before these things. Uh, they didn't play the course where we were thinking they were playing. No, the not at all. Different that. course. The first time they have ever they played that Lynx course and Yas Lynx. The course looked phenomenal. Like the it course was, just, was sick. It was awesome. It was like testing guys. And like the second day was it where the wind was up and Rory. Yeah, Rory, Rory shot three over. He never wanted to get off a golf course more. <laughs> and three over actually beat the field average. He was like yeah. better than the field that day. Again, sh- shout out to Ian Poulter. I was looking at his uh, Instagram stories and he was he, he was up early for an early tea time that Friday. And he was videoing from outside like the the, the driving range and he could just the wind the, the flags were all just whipping and he just had this look on his face like oh my god and he went out and shot even par i think he was one of the lowest scores of the day um, yeah it looked awful 
But to get to this tournament, I want to talk about to you about my favorite golfer right now. Who's that? And I don't know why. People always ask you, like, hey, who's your favorite golfer? For you, it's quick. You're like, yeah, Roy McElroy. For me, mm-hmm. it's, it's been Tiger Woods because I'm 900 years old. Tiger's the goat. But if you say, who's your second favorite golfer? Like, who's your second favorite golfer? Um, Take some time to think, right? Yeah, probably. Like, either uh, JT or Victor, I think. Why isn't everyone's favorite golfer Tyrrell Hatton? He's electric. Dude, ESPN so- Plus offered just like a camera on Tyrrell Hatton throughout his entire round every week. I think I'd pay for it. He had two legendary <laughs> moments this past weekend. So the first was when uh, I think it was the first day or the second day. It was during the win. And he hit a shot and immediately just throwing F-bombs like, fuck this, fuck you. He just yells, he just yells fuck you to like the world. It doesn't like <laughs> special, like he doesn't say fuck you win, fuck you close. He just, he just yells the ball sailing goes, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and the announcer's like, we are so, so sorry you had to hear that. One guy was like, we should, uh, we should actually just apologize before Hatton tees off. <laughs> but the best was the next day. So on the second day, he had a seven on the par 518th. The next day, he had a nine on the par 518th. And afterwards, he said, and I quote, I would love for a bomb to drop on it and blow it to oblivion, to be honest, he said at the 18th hole. It's just such a terrible finishing hole. And the fact that they moved the tee back today is ridiculous. I hit a really good tee shot and still had 290 yards to the front. I could peg up a driver and still not get there. It would be a much better finishing hole if you were actually rewarded for hitting the fairway, which as it stands, you're not. (laughs) I would love for a bomb to drop on it and blow it to oblivion. How is everyone's favorite golfer? Not Tyrrell Hatton. Hey, what do you think, 18? Uh, funny you ask. I wish a bomb would drop I wish they Hiroshim the fuck out of that thing. She would stop being a part of Earth, and it would just be blown to smithereens. <laughs> oh, there's three things you did this week. I don't know. If, did you see the, P- the, the European Tour, whatever they call it now? Then? Of course I did. Because they're the- so much better at social media than the PGA Tour. It's ridiculous. I wrote something for Golf Week about it. It was the the drive. First of all, it seemed I was like, did they just? Did they get these three? If you missed it, they had this driving contest at the uh, F one track there, where it's like they put a strip of grass down the middle, one yard a, wide fairway, one yard wide fairway, and they they I guess they couldn't leave until they hit it. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, how did you? How do they get those players to stay out there for that long? Like they were bombing so many drives. Yeah, did they just tell them, hey, you have to stay out here until someone sticks it on there. And what's even impressive about the excuse me the DP World Tour. I believe is the new name. I just called it the European tour. Uh, mm-hmm. They always get like the guys. Like, yeah. Like like, the guys. So PJ tour has done this a couple of times and it's like, like Pat, Pre- nothing wrong with these guys, but it's not getting like JT and DJ or these boys. It was call more Cal Roy Mack or Ontario had like, those are the guys. Yeah. And it was a very funny video. It was so, it was like one of those like six minute videos where you just glued to it the whole time. Just giggling. Yeah. Like, Hatton was getting so like he hit he had one that like landed on the grass and like rolled off and he was like, gosh, it's like it's impossible. It's like why are we here? He's like, and Rory goes, we might be here all night. And Hatton goes, yeah, tell me how that goes. Tell me how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he and Hatton's the one that finally hits it and sticks it. And like Rory and Colin are both just like, it had to be you. It had to be you. He, I don't. He's my favorite golfer now. He's my number one. Whenever he's teeing it up, I hope he's on every ESPN Plus uh, feature group for the rest. Like, if I'm ESPN Plus, I'm signing him up to every feature group. 
Do you think playing with Tyrrell Hatton on tour is a fun thing or awful? Or like a mix of both? Because we always have that buddy, and I've been this, I'm sure you've been this person, when you play like shit and you just don't want to talk to anybody and you're like early leaving greens and leaving tee boxes early. I feel like he does that, but also at the same time, if he's playing well, he's very funny. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to play with him. I have no idea. I think it'd be fun just because like... Never know what you're going to get. He's not like he's not like blaming. I don't think he's like he's not the, the things that he says to himself about himself. Correct. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> you know, it's like he'll call himself the worst golfer in the world. Like, oh, it's just like, oh, it, he's electric. And I'm so glad like he's he's been playing well lately and he's always kind of around the, the top when he's playing well. And so I don't know if I'm ESPN plus I sign him up to everything. He's the best. I loved it. I forget when it was a couple years ago. There was that video of where he was about to hit a shot from the fairway and like the porta potty door closes and he looks over. It ends up being like his fiance all time, all time video. (laughs) All time. He's like, is that you? She goes, he goes, yeah, that's my fiance. (laughs) And there's that classic video last year of Poulter and Hatton and uh, Rory sitting at the table at the, uh, after the first round of the players. (laughs) Yeah. And they're just like having like a club sandwich and they both, all of them shot in the eighties and they're just laughing at themselves about how bad they were. <laughs> He's the best. I just love his quote. I can't stop laughing at his quote. I would love for a bomb to drop on it and blow it to oblivion. To be honest. I just love how he throws <laughs> in the two pounds at the end. <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. I just wish the whole place. That hole. Oh my so God. I, uh, that was the, the, the fun. Like we just had some really fun golfer interaction this past weekend. And then it got it to, I talked about my guy for a second. He was like four under through his first 12 holes in the first round, mm-hmm. limped home, shot even, shot three over in the second round, made the cut on the number, went deep on, <laughs> went deep on Saturday because, of course, had it going again on Sunday, had a chance to win the tournament after backdooring a, a, a made cut on the number, shoots three over in his last six holes. Uh, ends up outside the top 10 and I lost bat bet too. Damn. So that's fire. But all time Roy McIlroy start. That's what he does. Backdoor's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. And he's back at it this week. They got another unbelievable. He is. Season. And I love him here again. But will yeah, I bet yeah. on him? Yes. Will I love it? No, but I have to. You love him everywhere. I mean, that's where yeah. my alliance lies. Yeah. Fine. I'm actually kind of surprised that he isn't at the at Tory because he loves Tory. Yeah. But there's, a, there's, I mean, there's a ton of big names in the in uh, Abu Dhabi. Yep, I like Vic, I like Victor there too. Victor, Atten's there again. More cow is there again. Yeah, I can't wait. I love we'll it. We got some great golf this week, and I mean, all three tours again are playing LBGA, PGA, DP World Tour. Yeah, the Game Bridge on LPGA. I always forget that DP World Tour is on. I just love it when you turn it on in the morning, and you got. You know, really yeah, the golf. first couple hours you're up in the morning is just European tour on Golf Channel. Yeah, it's just like a different broadcast. Like the announcers are just fun to listen to the little quirks that they say. Right, so, it's just it's enjoyable. And like this week too, they have like they're in uh, Dubai and like that city, like the city background on like some of those tee shots. Like on it's that Rory McIlroy commercial from yeah, like six God. years ago that they just aired every second when a golf turn. Yeah, the, the Omega Watch program. commercial or whatever. Going to the Hall of Fame or whatever, living in the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's that's exactly what it is. They played that commercial every fucking second oh, of the day. God. Um, yeah, 
that city line behind those two shots is incredible. Yeah, I think what is that the eighth hole? I forget. I don't know the course very well, but obviously yeah, the, the they're social. I think the 18th goes right towards the city. And it's a par five where you can reach it in two over that water in front. It's nuts. That's where that's where Sergio spit into the cup. If you if you want to see it, I'm sure the DP World Tours Twitter is already like loaded with videos from that hole. But the good thing, yeah, and the good thing with the DP World Tour though, that uh, their social stuff, I think it's pushing. I think I think PGA Tour players are seeing the fun they can have with it, and I think we saw already with that one earlier this year with the PGA Tour. I think the, P- the European Tour is pushing the PGA Tour to, to be better. So. Keep yeah, and I, yeah, and I actually mentioned that in the piece that I wrote about that video is recently the, the PGA Tour is doing like an okay job. Like the year-end yeah. reviews video was hilarious. Right. Shorty's Classic was good. Get those kind of guys in a different environment was fun. Uh, it would be nice to get, you know, like JT. I know the year-end review was like loaded with guys, but like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying. I think yeah. there'll be more of it. And the ESPN Plus uh, stuff has been unbelievable. 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 Unreal. It's unreal. I can't wait for Tori. The marquee and featured groups this week are loaded. I don't know if you saw it. The PJ Tour already tweeted it out. I can try to pull it up. Uh, it's so nice to just turn it on. And like and it's such it's such like the the, the, the production of it's so good. And it's also kind of like it's kind of stripped down a little bit. So like you, you just kind of like feel like you're along out there walking alongside these guys. It's it's awesome. It is awesome. And I kind of like that all the cameras are not like up. Like yeah. they're all on ground level, pretty much, which mm-hmm. I kind of like. You get to see the undulation a little bit better that way. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the farmers and some other fun stuff, uh, your girl won at Lake Nona. Daniel Kang. She ran one by what, like three strokes too? She's so good, dude. Yeah. And she, I was talking to my dad about it on Sunday. She has that kind of, and that's why she's like a good match play player and really good at the Solheim. She kind of just has that like, fuck you mentality. Yeah. Like, she's going to go get a golf tournament other than, like, waiting for someone to give it to her. And she had a good size lead going into 18. And I think it was a par five, and she took out, like, a five-wood or a three-wood, and it went to the left side. Like, she, like, went after it. You yeah. know, it's like, a gutsy shot with that kind of a lead. But that's just the player she is, and it was, it was fun to watch her. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, Nellie had a bad Sunday, which is a little bit surprising because she usually doesn't do that. She's another one that goes and gets it on Sunday. She played she wearing like a big fluffy winter coat, I think, on Saturday. It was cold down here in Florida, but she was wearing like a big puffy as she was playing. Yeah, I, which I, can't help. Like she had a full blown winter coat on. Yeah, I like I sometimes will put a hoodie on. I'll be like, is this being too restrictive? Like she had a, she, I mean, she probably knows what she's doing a lot more than I do, but true. I was gonna text someone and be like, hey, maybe you should take off that winter coat and just throw yeah. a hoodie on or something. The leaderboard was disgustingly loaded. It was incredible. Uh, they have the game. They had Sorenstam playing, too, for, like, the celebrities. Like yeah, shout out Derek Lowe, Sox legend, beater in the celebrity division. Oh, yeah. That was fun. And then I totally forgot this is the tournament where they just have music playing on the 18th green. The LPGA just has fun, man. The first yeah. time, the first hole at the Solheim Cup was electric, too. Yeah. Yeah, you could hear the you could hear it all the way down from like to the first green. The music was cranking. But I turned it on on Saturday. I'm watching it. I'm like, who is playing there? What is going on? And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the tournament. Where they just like turn it up. Yeah, they just have a good time. Yeah, yeah. This week the game bridge as loud as we can on the 18th green. Yeah, doesn't love Google dolls. It's volume 10. Uh, This week is the game bridge. Um, Loaded field again. Nels is there. I don't know the exact feel, but I know it's loaded. I, I don't know if Jin Young Ko is there, but I can't wait for those two to go at it again because they seemed at the end of last season, every tournament was just between those two, and that's awesome. And Kang won, two, 
They went $225,000 last week. That's, that's good to see the purses are going up. We like that. Yeah. We like that. That means Mav is probably going to be in a good mood in San Diego this week. Mav, yeah. He's another one of those guys where it's like at some point he's got to put it together. I, 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 that was a little tease. He's on my card already. Oh. Um, so we can jump into the farmers. I know yeah. we've been kind of looking forward to the farmers for the last like couple months because I feel like this is a, like the official start of like golf season. Yeah. I've CBS. always felt like the Hawaii swing is fun. American Express is okay, but like a lot of like whatever names win those win those golf tournaments, like it's time to play golf now. Is once like yeah, once it's CBS through, once it goes to like broadcast television, like this is the first weekend was you know CBS there. It's gonna it feels like okay, it always feels like all right, this is the real stuff. When Nant shows up, it's time to play golf. Yeah, hello friends, and Jim Nant's gonna be calling it from uh, Kansas City. From Kansas City, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only tough thing about this week is we have to hear Faldo again. Um, but do you know his golf shoes can give you uh, seven extra yards? Shout out Squares. Yeah. No, no free ads. Fuck that sneaker. That's so that I've never been a fan of those like gimmick clubs and all that bullshit. His shoes might be the worst one. Well, my first time I saw that ad, I, I my mouth just dropped open. I go, how does this guy sleep at night? No, it's almost like an SNL skit about like one of those infomercials. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You want to add seven yards to your to your game? Where Put these, these shoes? shoes on. <laughs> what? Idiot. Nick Polo. what? God damn. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm also not looking forward to, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, Tory Pines sucks. All right. I'm, so I'm torn here. It sucks to watch. One of my favorite courses I've ever played. Really? I've played it three times. I've played the South, I think, three times, and North one time. And it's a tremendous golf course to play. It's like in, in California, you can get a lot of like deserty courses where it's kind of gimmicky. Like there's no mm -hmm. gimmicks about it. Long, long fairways. If you go in the rough, you're screwed, like totally screwed. It's amazing. Like I would chop a four iron out of some of those, out of some of those roughs and it would like, it wouldn't get above the grass or if it did, the yeah. grass would catch it and bring it down. Uh, so it's just, the course is all out there for the taking. It's right in front of you. You can, you know, if you're playing well, you can play well on TV. It does. It's not all that exciting. To, but like when you're there playing it, it's a muni. It's like, it's, it's so beautiful. It's always beautiful in La Jolla on the water. It's just, it's a really fun course to play. If you guys forget this week, it is a muni. They'll say it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Over under 250 times on TV, but it is a muni golf course. I've never been there. So my opinion gets, you know, swayed a little bit because I've never seen it in person. Uh, I don't think they took advantage of the land that they had very well. I think they could have used the water a lot more. Obviously being next to the water is awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never been impressed. That third, the third part three third is a tremendous hole for sure. There are no. I'm not saying that there's not a lot of good, no. like a couple of good golf holes, but they definitely didn't. But then that that fourth hole when you get up there for the first time, and like that's that goes along the water. It's a long, really long yeah. par four, and everything in your head is saying, "Don't snap it left into the uh, into the ocean." Correct. Don't snap it left into the ocean. And yeah. it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun. The North course is always a lot cheaper. Like the South course would be like for non San Diego residents. It's like $240. I want to say, Shout uh, out Muni golf. You love that for Muni golf, a $200. Yeah, so Muni. But if you live in San Diego, you get any you of your, your, you have your card. Like we played with these two old guys one Saturday who just like, just lived around there and they just played their That's their Saturday course. And they were seniors and they're local guys. I think they said they were playing it for like $55. Or Jeez. That'd be awesome. like even like local, like normal, like age, you can play it for like 75 bucks on the weekend. Damn. 
if I lived in San Diego, that's I play there every weekend for sure. Would never get sick of it. The North Course is a little uh, is obviously always the easiest one, but they rerouted that a little bit. And there's a lot of there's some fun holes out there. But I love Torrey Pines. Hate to watch it. It sucked as the U.S. Open up. The U.S. Open never goes back there. But oh, playing wise, I think it's fun as hell. The U.S. I'll, Open. I'll die on that hill. I will die on that. Torrey the U.S. Pines. Open sucked. Um, one time at Torrey Pines South, just more a little bit more about me. I went, I started off 39 on the front with a bogey on the par five ninth. Whoa, birdied the first hole, is one under through three holes, floating on air, floating on air. Back nine, I shot at 54. See, there you go, back down 39, 54. And I fought like hell for that 54. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I got some personal history with this place. Quick math. So you shot 39 on the front and didn't break 90. Yeah. If you, if you want to do that, yeah. It's almost more impressive than like breaking 90. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> like two weeks after the tournament, then they still had the stuff up on the first tee. So like you felt like you were like a professional player. Rope a drive down the middle, hit a five iron up over the bunker to about eight feet, roll in a birdie putt. I'm like, this is, I'm a professional golfer. Like I, the stands are still up. Like this, this is my, this is my arena. This is my cathedral. And I was one under through three. And I'm like, I, I figured out this game and then 54 in the back. And it could have been a 62. Like it was one of those where you drive. <laughs> home and you're like, what, what happened? What happened? Jesus. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, the golf course is Torrey Pines, the North course, 7,258 yards, par 72, Torrey Pines South, 7,765 yards. So it's a beast par 72. They play each course once the first two days. And then the weekend is played exclusively at the South golf course. Andy already mentioned it. Programming note, the golf tournament starts tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday. which Exactly. If they want to, if it's smart that they didn't want to compete with football on Sunday, because if it's anything like this past Sunday, no one would watch the golf tournament. So they, and I love it. I was, we're watching football this past weekend and they're showing commercials for it. And they're like, you know, Friday night, round three of the farmers, five o'clock. I'm like, this is great. Hell five yeah. o'clock Friday night golf in the, in the winter time from San Diego. Come on. Yeah. Starting tomorrow, I'm just going to be in front of my TV until Monday. It's We're perfect. Good. They would have gotten perfect. so lost on Sunday. Saturday finish. If they have big names, like if they have Rom and a couple other big names up there, I mean, it's just going to be perfect. Speaking of football, they're sprinkling in some Masters commercials now. Yeah, getting vibes. God damn! Yeah. I, I always love that when I lived up north because I lived in California before this. It was always warm there. It's always kind of warm here in Florida. But like when you're up north and you start hearing those. Those mat, you start thinking like it's gonna get nice out again. Soon. The music indicates <laughs> that like we're only a month or two away from the weather being back. Yeah, it, it's very true. The time change is gonna happen. Like we're gonna move our clocks back. It's gonna be lighter out. Like it's gonna be spring. Like we're almost. Th- they're playing the music. Like we're almost there. But now they play it earlier and earlier. So it's like you're not yeah. really there. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I double taked at my phone the other day that it's almost February already. Yeah, like I only got like another month and a half, and then hopefully like. I can play golf again. Uh, the weather is perfect. I mean, it's San Diego. So, I mean, the highest percent chance of rain is nine. The wind <laughs> max during tournament days is 10. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Well, because like San Diego San is always Diego. nice. California is always nice, but February is, is like the rainy month in California. That's why I like the Genesis always gets screwed yeah. with rain. Correct. It's the only Couple- time couple key stats for the week uh total driving is very important it's a tight piece of property it's long so not only do you have to drive it long you have to drive it straight 
not mm-hmm. super straight. I think over the last 10 years, the rank of driving accuracy, the winner is like 36 in the field. So if you just drive it, you know, right in the middle, you're going to be okay. But the rough again is very penalizing. It's gross. You have to pretty much just chop it out sideways and hope for the best. And then data golf has strokes gained approach as the second most important stat for the week. A lot of long irons into greens, a lot of long holes. Yeah. When you have a wedge, you got to take advantage of it. Strokes gained approach. Uh, data golf info course fit. Number one is Congaree golf club. Two is quail hollow. Shout out Rory McIlroy. Number three is Corrales golf club percent chance to win John Rahm. Obviously 11.1% Justin Thomas at 6.4 and he who thou shall not be named or whatever the fuck that Harry Potter quote is 4.5% betting odds, pretty bad. Typico shout out Typico John Rahm plus 700 JT plus 1300 Xander. I haven't said his name yet. Yeah. Xander, the hometown kid plus 13, 15, excuse me. And then uh, DJ Hideki, Daniel Berger, Scotty, Sam Burns and Bryson are all at plus 2000 and then leash big leash. The Aussie is at plus 3000. So that's what we got. Uh, already went over the betting card last week to the American express down 1.8 units. Blech, not good. Still up 2.69 units on position plays in 2022. I think I'm going to go a little bit more heavier on outright winners because I like a lot of guys this week and see if we can kind of cash in a huge unit play. Uh, right. cause we're off to a bad start. I think we're already down like four units on outright. So we need to hit a winner here in the next like month to get back in the green. So who's the, who's the first name that you like on your list this week, Mr. This Andy? is the name I'm picking in my, uh, season long pool. Yeah. Sam, Sam Burns. Burnsy. Uh, I know this is the first tournament. Like this is the first tournament. Where there's a lot of big names and I don't like to waste my guys early. I just yep. save them. Like it's yeah, you want to like start John Rahm, but if he doesn't win this tournament, you lose out on a lot of points. Right. I obviously, want to save those guys for the majors. Where uh, my pool, you get two guys of majors, so like you know, they're gonna if they win, they get two million or over. So I'm going Burns. I think he's underneath like that tier, but I think he's very competitive. And um, just looking at his results, like last last fall, he went one fourteen five seven three, and then a nineteen finish at Maui. Like he's playing electric golf, and he has been for quite some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's kind of like my value pick just in a, in a one-off, but for plus 250 for a top 10, I like, I like Sam Burns here. Yeah, I like that too. That was a, He's not on my list yet. He might end up going on the card, but he was a name that popped up just because he's very good off the tee, and if he gets a putter hot, he's going to make a lot of birdies. So that helps. Uh, my first name, top 20. I don't want to say this feels like it's like free money, but if I had to put quotes around a pick like lock of the week, it would be this one. Patrick Reed? No, the big man. Tony. Fina. Top 20, plus 135. He is second to only John Rahm in cumulative scoring at the Farmer since 2017. Shout out Justin Ray. Rahm's 51 under. Finau is only five behind him, 46 under. Didn't have his best stuff at the, uh, stuff at the Amex. He did make the cut. But his worst finish at the Farmers, worst, mm-hmm. T24. That was seven years ago. Since then, he has signed for four finishes T6 or better. Dang. So big tone, top 20, plus 135. That's a good bet. Yeah. And he's a, I mean, he's just electric off the tee also. I'm going to bring up a, a couple tweets from my friend PGA Splits on Twitter. If you guys don't follow him, go follow him because he's oh, just got right. the, he's just got the goods when it comes to like charts and all that shit. Um, Tony is just, his name just keeps appearing on these charts that he's making. I'm going to mention it a couple times. 
So I like Tone, I like Tone this week for a top 20. That's my first guy. It's a good bet. Yep, we like that. I got a I got one that kind of feels like free money too. Maybe we got maybe we should start doing uh, we did locks of the week like the first week that you were on the podcast and then we just haven't done it since. Maybe we'll bring it back. Yeah, we should bring it back. Live update to the show. We're going to do li- we're going to do locks of the week at the end. Okay. Yeah. Uh Dustin Johnson plus 270 for a top 10. DJ. We haven't seen his ass in a long time. Tournament champions. Was he at the tournament? No, he wasn't. No, he didn't win. No, for the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just seems like that guy that just shows up with his. I mean, obviously, he's one of the best players in the world, but I feel like he could just show up here and not playing for a while and just like Let's go on the north about. course and start off with an eight under first round. And then that is I, true. That is true. I just DJ in a top 10. And he always seems like if he's not in it, he seems like on a Sunday, like he'll, uh, he'll just get a backdoor top 10 for you. We haven't seen DJ since the CJ Cup, October. Mm. October. Wow. The second week of October. And before that, his last start was the tour championship. He's played in one golf tournament since September. But, you know, he was a beast at the uh, Ryder Cup. Correct. He was. Did he win every match in the Ryder Cup? Um, Four, five, I think it was 5-0. and oh. Yeah, he was 5-0. and oh. Was he 5-0? and oh? Yeah. He Shut was teaming up with Morikawa, and then, like, he was just like, it was a, that was the he one was time. A, he was a monster. 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 So, DJ top 10, 270. Throw some money there. We like that. Uh, I teased this a little bit earlier in the show, but I think this is already kind of cemented on the card. We're going to go Mav top 20 plus two thirty for him. He's mm-hmm. vibing girlfriend. Just won a golf tournament next to another 200 K in the bank. He's off to yeah. a great start the season. He has five finishes of T 27 or better. That includes a runner up to Max Homa at a tournament that he probably should have won the first tournament of the season. He shanked one off the 17th T and then kind of gave the tournament away. He doesn't have a long history at the farmers. Uh, he's two for three making the weekend. He had a top 20 finish back in 2020. He had a top 30 finish in 2018. Very good off the tee. He can roll his rock. I like I like Mav this week for a top 20 plus 230. So it's a little bit of a value pick, but we like that. Yeah, he had, he had his big, what was his big event last year was the uh, Pebble Beach where he was top five there. Yeah, uh, he, uh, if yeah, I think he made what? Eagle on the, if he made Eagle on the last, he would have tied the lead or something. But he yeah, was right he just, there. Hit that laser three with there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like him. I would like to see him make a move. He's and, another one where we always bring up these guys who are like, man, they're just destined to win at some point on tour. They just yeah. got to get it done. Him, Will, Scotty. Like at some point, you just got to win a golf tournament. So we'll see. About- He's also a native. I think he grew up in California. So okay. take that as what you will, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he's used to the, uh, yeah. He likes he's California. To- I don't know. He likes the California air. I don't know. Maybe. Feels different. Remember a guy named Brant Snedeker? Yeah, that, you know how we called Charles Howell III? That's like the Sony Open. This is Brant Snedeker's tournament, is the yes. Farmers Insurance tournament. I've, I, he's won me a couple in the uh, in my pools over the year. I always pick him in this th- this event. Didn't get him this year on my thing. I like Sam Burns, but Sneds is th- plus 350 for a top 20. He finished 30 in 2020. Uh, he was T14 last week. I didn't, I didn't see him on the leaderboard at all. Mm-mm. And he won this event in 2012, 2016. I like Sneds in this one. Plus Actually, that finish last week at the American Express doesn't surprise me because, like John Rom said, it was a putting contest and Sneds can roll it as good as anybody. So I guess that does make sense. Yeah, and he's, he, he, when he went in 2016, was that that weather round where like everyone, like he, he started off early and, and went low and like the weather mm. got bad and everyone went, went high and he was there at the end. Yeah. So 
Sneds. I got kind of a, I have actually like a couple weird names on this list that you might not see coming. First one, Ryan Palmer, top 20 plus 300. Why? Last start T12 at the Sony playing pretty well. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open last year, which is like whatever. The conditions, I know Tory's tough. It's not going to be that tough this week. Like no. when you guys look at who to bet on this week, I wouldn't throw away the U.S. Open, but it's a little tougher to count a little, that. A little skewed, yeah. A little, because one round does come at the North Course and that makes a difference overall. Yeah. Um, missed the cut at the U.S. Open, but before that, including last season at the Farmers, four straight T21 or better finishes. That includes two runner-ups, which one of them was last season. Mm-hmm. He still averages 307 off the box. He can get it out there. Really, Just really likes his golf course, and he's coming off a, a T12 performance. So Ryan Palmer, top 20 plus 300. All right. Talk me into it. What else you got? I can't stop. Well, stop. Willie Z, top 20 plus 155. <laughs> I can't stop. T, he had a top 20 in the desert. Is it? Only because of one round, kind of. I mean, he had an okay day in round four, but I mean, he went off. He shot 61. Finished T7 here last year at the Farmers. People forget that. And I was looking this up. I was trying to find a stat to look this up. And and I, I think I found it. Shout out PGA Splits. Will Zaltoris plays better when the scoring conditions are tough. I said I don't know. I think I've said this recently. To yeah, you, exactly. even yeah, was that last true. week? Mm-hmm. He, I'm gonna bring up his uh, his poor profile real quick. Because he just he, he just plays better golf when the scoring conditions are really hard, and not like because of weather or anything like that. Just when the golf course is physically harder than something else. So going back to last season, T6 at Wingfoot. Mm-hmm. So starting off, bang. T7 at Tory, bang. Mm-hmm. Um. T15 at the Genesis at Riviera, tough golf course. Mm-hmm. T10 at Bay Hill, hard golf course. Uh, solo 21st at the Players at Sawgrass, tough golf course. Solo 2nd at Augusta, notoriously hard golf course. T8 at Kiwa Island, Damn. hard golf course. So this guy just comes to play when the scoring conditions are hard. So we're going to take Wills Alatoris for a top 20 plus 155. PGA Splits did a chart. Um, where it brings in, he did a bunch of strokes gain numbers or whatever that correlated length and hard courses. So it like combined it. So not just hard golf courses, not just long golf courses. And will, I think is seventh on that list. So like I said, long and hard, that's what Willie Z likes long and hard. So we're going to take him for a top 20. I like all that research you did. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of numbers. I there. was going to take Willie Z regardless, but I needed to find <laughs> facts to back it up, and I did it. <laughs> Are you taking Scotty Scheffler again this week? I, it's not on my list, but I will probably take him <laughs> because it is funny that you said that. I was looking out all these PGA split things, and it's crazy. The long and hard golf courses, uh, mm-hmm. Will Zalatoris is seventh, Scotty Scheffler's fifth, and then long golf courses. With narrow fairways, Scotty Scheffler's 11th in the field. So, like, he just likes these kind of golf courses. I didn't look him up if he's finished well at this tournament before, uh, right. but odds are, yes, I will be taking Scotty at some point. Yeah. What about Patrick Reed? Do you like him at all? 
Um, no, because he's using a PXG driver and I can't get right. something like <laughs> yeah. that. I was such, I had, I picked Patrick Reed last year at the farmers Yeah. to okay. win. That was one of my outrights last season. I can't yeah. get behind somebody that uses a PX driver. I, I can't no. do it. We make our clubs early in the morning and get up later tonight. And we build them and we, we win wars and we build clubs. I almost texted you last week when I was watching ESPN Plus. I was <laughs> like, why is this man yelling at me at nine o'clock in the morning? It was the awful. One about surviving the pandemic when it's like a they, they show like a like a monkey in a tree and they're like you got through the pandemic and they should be applauded by that and you're like what they show like battleships going through big waves like now it's time to fight back and get a new driver and you're like what what yeah and uh, and uh, PXG released like their new wedges I guess today or like the embargo came off of it or whatever you can yeah. go on golf week ugliest golf clubs i've ever seen i can't get behind anybody that uses those clubs no oh by crazy. the way does ryan palmer use pxg Ooh. he seems like a guy that might if he does i take that back that statement because i'm riding this week but PXG hat? no i don't think he does it's tough he seems like a pxg guy whatever uh going to scotty tough. going to scotty real quick he missed the cut here last year he shot 65 in the opening round and was probably near the top of the leaderboard and then shot 79. North-South. Don't love that. Probably North-South. He, yeah. he missed the cut two years ago. Yeah. Um, what do you do at the U.S. Open? Tied for seventh at the U.S. Open. I saw Scotty Scheffler, a shot from Scotty Scheffler last week on the ESPN Plus, and he drove it into the water. And he was wearing, he was using one of the tailor made uh, stealths. Was it stealths? Yep. And I'm like, there you go. It's not a good club. Can't do it. Can't. <laughs> it's just like any other driver. Like we got an it's like any other driver. Like oh, carbon wood and red. I was like, that still ends up in the water, man. You yeah. just keep the driver you got. You it's true. Um, I still got three more names. Do you got you got anybody in mind? No, I got. I'm, I'm all picked out. I'm. I'm. I want to hear this beautiful brain of yours. You're, you're battling through you COVID for me this morning. You should have seen me this morning. I was drinking. I was drinking a homemade latte just on my fucking laptop, researching <laughs> at the kitchen counter. I was going off. Um, J Day. J Day. Oh, J Day. I was looking him up the other day. When When do you think the last time Jason Day won a tournament was? Um, I can get this. Was it Bay Hill? What year? 18? No. Fuck. I don't even know if he won Bay Hill in 18. That was a guess. <laughs> Bay Hill? What year? 18. 18? Um, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. It was 18, but it was the Wells Fargo. Was it 2018? You know what else he won in 18? What? The farmers. Did he really? He did. He's won the farmers twice. Oh yeah, he had two wins, 2018. Um, he did have he had one tough round in the desert. He shot 75 in the second round. I had to guess that stadium. I didn't check what golf course it came on. Mm -hmm. He ended up tying for like 45th or something. He also doubled his last hole of the tournament. So, like, who gives a fuck? Whatever. So I think he played better than his finish indicated. Uh, he's won this tournament twice. He has five top tens here since 2013. Most recently, he had a 16th place finish in 2020. He's put a lot of work into his game. His swing actually does look a lot better, which is nice. He's finally healthy, so his swing looks pretty good. I like J.D. this week. And for a get-to-guy, I know he hasn't played well of the last like couple years, but to get a guy 
big name like Jay Day, top 20 for plus 320. Yeah, that's good. If it's like putter just gets hot. So I like Jay Day. Yeah, we're picking him. It's always his health with me. Like it's I've always his health. Had him before and like pulls out of a tournament or just you know, it's it's tough to pick him. Like yeah, him and Louie, I always I always get nervous picking him and Louie that like I'm gonna wake up on Thursday morning and they're gonna go Louie withdrew from the tournament. You know, it's like God, I just get nervous. Where is Louie? Is Louie just on his farm? I haven't hey. seen. Has he played since the, like the tour championship? No, he's in uh, Ocala, right? Was he's just tending to his horses. Yeah. I, I drove through that town on the way to uh, – it's on the way to Gainesville, I think. The There's nothing there. Shout out it's, Ocala. And I was, we're just, it's just in the middle of nowhere. It is. I'm like, this is where Louis Sasson moved to. He isn't, it like the, isn't it like the horse capital of America? Yeah. Like largest horse population per capita or something? I don't know. It's, and it's so hot there in the summer. Like oh, it's disgusting. Here, it's gross. There's no ocean breezes. You're just in the armpit. Gross. Yeah. Um, Neiman is another one I have on this list. Yeah, he's, I was on, looking at he's on my he's on my list as top South American, uh, because I don't really love him for a top twenty. But if he can beat all the other South Americans in the field, I like it. He's made the cut here all three appearances. Ball striking is really good. That's usually never a bad thing with him. He just strikes the ball really well. It's his putter. He makes me feel uncomfortable when he puts the golf ball, kind of like Zalatoris. So. Yeah. We'll see. He hasn't made a start since the RSM. That was in November. But if he's tightened up the short game a little bit, worked on his putting, uh, I like him to at least make the weekend and have a shot to be the uh, low South American. Yep. And then last one is this might surprise you a little bit, but he's been playing very good golf since the start of the new new season. Luke List, Mm -hmm. top 20, plus 300. Last four starts at the Farmers, starting in 2018, 12th, 40th, 36th, 10th, in his last seven starts on tour, five starts of T22 or better, including four of them T17 or better, and, the, and included in that two top tens. So he's playing really good golf. He feels comfortable here. Shout out PGA splits at long golf courses, hard conditions. Um, he is in the top 20, I believe. He's 19th in the field, mm-hmm. but on monster length golf courses with narrow fairways and high rough. Luke List is number two, only behind John Rahm. So he likes these kind of conditions. He's playing good golf. Luke List, top 20, plus 300. Love it. You've, 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 you've done some... I came with it today. Yeah. You yeah. said you had a lot of names, and you had a lot of names. I don't like losing bets. So weeks after I lose <laughs> for the week, I try to come back and do... I try harder at my job. Found out, right. you know, where people are born. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, yeah. How they are in long golf courses versus short golf courses. Yeah. How long the rough is. It was impressive. Yeah, I don't like losing. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah, so the card might be a little long because we're going to try to get it back this week after losing. But uh, yeah, last year at the Farmers, I had a huge week. So we're going to try to back that up. You had Reed last year, right? I did. So that was awesome anyway. He was, um, he wasn't like a super long shot, but he was probably in like the plus 3000 range. So, I mean, that was a 30 unit win. So we'll take that. It's a tough course too. Like if you're if you're driving it into the rough, you want to make sure your ball gets embedded. Correct. And then you can pull that out, and then you can yep. tell after you pull it out, and the, and the rules guy comes over and go, "Oh, you can feel a dent in the ground. That's where the ball was, right?" And you can don't pressure. do it. Don't don't finger the ground <laughs> when you're asking for rules. <laughs> pressure them into making you uh, get the ruling that you want. Correct. Do what Rory did. Just drop it. Pick no, it up. This right. is embedded. Pick it up. Drop it. That's right. And shout out the spectator. 
everyone was giving Rory shit. And then the day after the spectator was like, Hey, hand up. I stepped on it. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first, like the Patrick Reed thing happened. Like on Saturday, it was like the first, like 10 minutes of the first season of CBS golf. And like all of a sudden, like, you know, Jim Nance and Nick Fowler are like dressing down some of their new rule. They had a new rules official on CBS. Like (laughs) this is first day. And they're like, like, I think you're wrong. Chuck. The guy's like, I just started this job like 10 minutes ago. The guy's first day in the job has to deal with fucking Patrick Reed finger in the ground to make it look like his ball was embedded. When you're getting dressed down by Jim Nance, who was like the most like diplomatic, like he's Sweden, and he's telling you you're not doing it. Like, I don't think you're right there, Riley. And you're like, all right, Jim, I'm sorry. I literally just sat down 10 minutes ago. I've never been on live television before. God. He had the ball in his hand, making a hole in the ground with his finger. And he was like, I think it was embedded. I think yeah. this was, oh my he God. He looked at the judge and he's like, uh, and he's like, just feel that ground with your hand. And the guy's like, all right. And he's like, I guess that's a dent in the ground. Sure. I know I won that bet. I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> no. no, it feels dirty to win like and that. That's when his, uh, his, that burner account was. His Use golf facts? Like, yeah. She had a classic tweet, but she tweeted it. On his oh, account. From his account. And, and then that, tweeted the same there. thing from Use Golf Facts and didn't delete the one on Patrick Reed's account. And that tweet sat on Patrick Reed's account for like a month. Like he didn't for a long it for time. A long time. It was unbelievable. Like that didn't get the that didn't get the like people in the in the golf business should have been screaming about that. God. What an electric power couple those two are. That was like yeah, I wrote What's a her name? Justine. Yeah. Oh, Justine. Justine, I wrote a the day after that. I wrote a scathing article about the PGA Tour uh, being cowards for not like punishing Patrick Reed and our boss. Uh, it was his first day being our boss, and he was had a meeting that day with the PGA Tour about stuff. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, I went to the website to see what we've written about golf lately, and I saw your column calling the PGA Tour cowards." I'm like, oh. sometimes you got to make bosses uncomfortable. Yeah, they were cowards. They 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 let him get away with with cheating. It's true. I will not stand for that, Riley. No, Rory did it the right way. Shout out Rory. He was fun. Yeah. Um, It is very funny how those two incidents happened within, what, 30 minutes of each other? Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, Rory did nothing wrong, but fuck this guy. (laughs) Everyone everyone was ready to kill Patrick Reed. (laughs) Oh, God. And then he wins the tournament. He was like, all right. All right. God. Um, I guess we can do locks of the week. Brought to you by nobody. Brought to you by who should who should this be brought to them by? Um, I, I got nothing. I was gonna make up like a funny business name. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I was gonna nothing. say Taylor made stealth. So like Taylor made stealth. <laughs> What's your I, lock? What is my lock of the week? Um, I'm going to go, um, I know this is kind of like wussy of me because it's like the best or not the best odds, the worst odds, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, I'm going to stick with Tony top 20 plus 135. It's a good one. It's good. Yeah. I mean, you want your lock to be a lock. Correct. Uh, I don't want to go out on a limb for like a plus 300 top 20. Cause that'd be tough. I'm going to go Sam Burns top 10. Sammy Burns top 10. Lock of the week. Let's go Sammy. We like that. So Tony, Sam Burns. Um, I have had for people who are, uh, listening to the show, hopefully at some point we'll be able to do, um, locks of the week with a little boosted parlay. Ooh. I'm trying to get in communication. So that would be fun. 
try to yeah. make some money. Um, if you if you could pick one guy outright, who's your who's your pick? It doesn't have to be the same as your season long, whatever. Uh, yeah. Who who you got outright? John Rahm, right? He's won this tournament a couple of times, won the US Open. It's so fucking shocking. Oh. It's unbelievable how chalk that was. Um, I'm going to go with, it is very, it's very funny that we haven't even, we didn't even mention Xander. Uh, I think he's going to play really well here. He just has that kind of game. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with, uh, Willie Z is going to be my outright pick for the week. He just looks like a guy that's going to win a farmer's insurance open at some point. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't wait to watch Hideki. I just saw that he's in this too. We have since his win. I mean, he's been on fire lately. Oh, fuck that guy. I love him. Oh, I'll that's never, right. I'll that's never forgive him for what he did to me. So he took money from you. Yeah, fuck that I'm guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel bad about my John Ron pickle. I'm just looking at some at the list right now. Hideki Matsuyala stole $3,000 from my bank account. Brooks Kepka quietly just sitting in there, too. He's in this tournament. Yeah, it's a Plus normal tournament. to win. I don't want to be like that guy, but it's like a normal tournament. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. He also doesn't have great history at the at um, Tory. I know he played okay at the U.S. Open, but in Farmers um, Insurance Opens, he's like missed multiple cuts. I'm pretty sure he doesn't play well here. There's a guy named Ryan Alford. He's got the worst odds to win, plus forty thousand. That can't be worse, dude. I don't even know. If Ryan is it four hundred thousand? No, forty thousand. Dude, that can't be worse. Yeah. Do we got a couple guys at plus twenty thousand? I'm gonna look at it right now. Can't be worse. I'm looking at top five. Oh, I'm looking at top five. I was going to say, dude, there's definitely somebody. Um, I apologize. What was worse? Did you just say? Hmm? Uh, Kevin Yu was plus 50,000. For, for the win? Correct. There's a bunch of guys at 50,000. Actually, yeah. shout out uh, Kevin Chappell. He's actually been playing some decent golf. He made a couple cuts in a row. It's good to have him back. He's funny. Yeah, he got me a I like Chappell. He got me a win in uh, Texas, I think it was. That's yeah, he was off for a couple years because of his back. He had like back surgery or whatever. Uh, but I think he made the cut at the Sony. He made the cut at the American Express, playing pretty well. He's got a good game. He's like one of those guys doesn't hit it very far, but he's very fairway yeah. green. If he makes putts, he's going to contend. I like Kevin. Yeah, I think he won in San Antonio for me. Yeah. But like I, last year, middle of last year, uh, that was a name where I heard it. And I'm like, where the hell did he go? Yeah, like, he disappeared for two years. Part. Yeah. Where did he go? Yeah, he had back surgery uh, a couple years ago. I always get him confused with Daniel Berger. You know, they feel like they're like the same person. Right. Also, I think DB's playing this week. He's yeah. been playing great golf. Mm -hmm. I didn't I even mention him. him at, the, uh, at the driving range yesterday. He had two Trackmans going. Correct. A $50,000 Trackman wasn't good enough, so he bought in a flight. Everyone skills. apparently now has two Trackmans. I don't get that. Um, Who do you got? Actually, we haven't. We didn't even go over the field. Who's got LPGA this week? Uh, I'm going to take Nelly since you took John Rom. I'll take Jessica. Jessica, the Cordes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, DP World Tour winner. Tommy Fleetwood. I'm going to take Victor. You know, what about Rory? Shot to, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet Rory top 10, Victor top 10. I'm going to tell Rory about this. That's fine. You said Victor so fast, too. I because I like Victor this week. He's coming. I think he was T four last week. He's playing really good. He's just knocking on the door. I think he's. I already looked at his winner odds. I think he's plus nine hundred to win. So I'm gonna take Victor. I'm gonna take Nels, and I'm gonna take Willie Z. So when I go for three for three next week, I'm up a hundred units. <laughs> Let's go. I like your betting thing. Like when you lose 
when you lose a lot, then you got to go really big to win it all back. That yeah. always goes well in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going, taking this week by week. It's we're going to put, <laughs> we're going to put like, no. bets across the farmers and we're going to get it back in one fucking week. I have a great strategy. We've lost a lot. So how do we win back that? We bet a lot. <laughs> we yeah, win you just all that. go. And we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. And all it takes is one week and you're back. Yeah, we'll be back. There's nothing to worry about here. Who cares? Um, and I think that's it. You got any closing remarks before we let people get the fuck out of here and stop listening to us? No, I can't wait for Wednesday through Saturday golf. I think it's going to be great. And, and then Sunday football. Sunday football. Go, uh, Joe Burr. I'm a Bengals fan now for the rest of the playoffs. Oh, he's going to get murdered in Kansas City. Like, they, he won like- in Kansas City already. I know. No, we went in. in uh, was it in Cincy? Mm-hmm. He's gonna. They're down by. They're down twice by fourteen points in that game. They came back to win, but that was at home. I think this week. Did you see how many times he was got sacked last? His offensive line was horrible. Yeah, his offensive line is terrible. Like there was like ten times where he was on the ground stretching his knee out. <laughs> like, oh, all right, let me get back up. And, like, and he got a, a, he got hit low a couple times on like blown dead plays also, which yeah. is like a little scary. I think the Chiefs are gonna crush the Bengals. And Ryan Tannehill is who we all thought Ryan Tannehill is. I can't believe he tricked some people into thinking he was yeah. like a decent quarterback. The dude fucking's terrible. He's awful. Terrible. And then I think the Rams beat the 49ers. Rams. I've been running. The Niners have won me money two weeks in a row. Money line both weeks. Bang, bang. Uh, just seeing, having I don't see him beating the Rams, but. I, we just thank them for beating Aaron Rodgers, sending Aaron Rodgers home. Thank fucking Lord. That was great. Oh, my God. His <laughs> ass is out of here. It was great. That yeah. Super Bowl, uh, the Ram- if it ends up being Rams-Chiefs, remember the Rams-Chiefs game from yeah. a couple years ago that was like 50 to whatever, 50-50 or whatever? That was with Goff. Can you imagine Goff, with Stafford? Yeah. The score's yeah. going to be 70 to 65. Yeah. It's not Can't a football wait. show. All right, guys. Enjoy the Farmers Insurance Open. Enjoy the Game Bridge. Enjoy, uh, I don't even know what the tournament, what is it? Abu da- is a dot? No. What is it? Yeah. It's, Dhabi, it's a new name for it, but it's at the classic. Uh, it's in Dubai this time? Dubai, yeah. It's, a, it's in no. Dubai. Okay. So enjoy that. Enjoy the golf this weekend, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you.